For Progressive Voices, I'm John Sinton, and this is a turning point. Today, welcome to Tehran. The concerted right-wing effort to put an end to the social justice movement that started in Texas's schools has spread to 20 other Republican-dominated states. But the War on Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, which we call DEI, has stalled elsewhere because, to most, their ideas seem really un-American. A New York Times article points out that under the guise of academic freedom, the far right is actually stripping that very thing from public schools. It's Orwellian newspeak at its hypocritical best. Their agenda is obvious. It's the same one they have foisted on us for decades. Gays are abominable. Working women are social engineers out to overturn the God-blessed patriarchy. And the Ayatollah has it right. Social justice isn't as important as preserving the ruling order. They like to say that DEI exists in opposition to the founders' ideals as embodied in our most sacred documents. But don't our Declaration of Independence and Constitution rely on the very concepts of DEI? That we are all created equal is nothing if not a statement of inclusion. That we are a country of immigrants is about nothing if not diversity. That everyone should have a seat at the table is equity incarnate. Sometimes the ends dictate to the middle, and it rarely turns out the way the extremists wish. Take, for example, the Taylor Swift-Travis Kelsey romance. It was once the stuff of conservative American dreams. The glamorous cheerleader falls for the varsity football player. You'd think that that kind of wholesomeness would be celebrated all around, but you'd be wrong. The gang that couldn't shoot straight is so far from mainstream thinking, precisely the kind of thinking they say they love that they've targeted the romance as artificial, a put-up job by, get this, the Democratic Party and the NFL to ensure another Biden victory. Have you met the Democratic Party? A conspiracy theory that puts them at the center of a master plan for galactic domination forgets that they are about as organized as a finger-painting party in kindergarten class and to propose that the NFL, whose broadcast this season took 96 of the top 100 spots in the Nielsen ratings, would conspire with anyone other than J.P. Morgan, is equally preposterous. Geez, what's next? An assault on motherhood and apple pie? Well, the same geniuses on the hard right who disdain Taylor and Travis's romance are the ones who for years have been calling for the very border security measures that a bipartisan group of senators have crafted and that President Biden agreed to sign. But congressional Republican leadership calls it dead on arrival. You see, the former guy, in his usual way of saying the quiet thing out loud, has told the Speaker of the House not to move the border reform bill because it will give a victory to the Democrats. Instead, he wants to leave the border crisis to fester until he's back in the Oval Office and can claim the victory for himself. He wants to run the open border and will smash any Republican who dares to fix the crisis before he's able to make it a campaign issue. This is an out-of-body experience for James Lankford of Oklahoma, one of the most conservative lawmakers in Washington. Lankford is a leader in the bipartisan effort to solve the border crisis and is in no mood for the party to kowtow to Trump's political demands. Meanwhile, the Trump's faithful seem surprised that Lankford would put country over party. 
This level of political calculation and cynicism is exactly the kind of thing that blows up in one's face, primarily because the American public may be dumb, but we're not stupid. I'll assume that you're as comforted as I am to learn that Moses Mike Johnson, the recently anointed, and I'm pretty sure that's the right word, Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives, told a gathering of Christian nationalists, and do keep in mind that Christian nationalism is a political assignation, not a religious one. Anyway, keep, he's the, they, they say that God has chosen him, the Speaker of the House, and, quote, the message he received from God said that Johnson was to prepare for a Red Sea moment. Again, that's all in quotes. After thanking the National Association of Christian Lawmakers for throwing the media out of the meeting, he asked if they wanted to know a secret. Unlike the Beatles, he didn't insist that they promised not to tell, so they posted the whole thing on Facebook. America, Johnson insisted, is, quote, engaged in a battle between worldviews and a great struggle for the future of the republic. Well, he's right about that. The NACL is another group behind the vilification of social justice and is busy enacting its, quote, biblical worldview, one state legislature at a time, according to Rolling Stone. The House Speaker alleges God directed his plan like Moses to power through the, quote, roiling sea. Hmm. Well, just in case, we do have the Eisenhower Carrier Strike Group deployed there. For Progressive Voices, I'm John Senton. Progressive Voices' John Senton has written a continuing series called A Turning Point that touches on politics, culture, and media. You can hear the short essays in the on-demand section of ProgressiveVoices.com and on the PV app.